0: Good morning, crewmates. Well, it's morning for me, so it's probably afternoon or morning uh, for you guys. But anyway, I'm gonna read Out of My Mind, Chapter 11. Fifth grade started a few weeks ago and a couple of cool things have happened. Well, I didn't get a gadget that makes Garfield-like speech bubbles over on my head, but I did get an electric chair and our school began something called inclusion classes. I thought that was funny. I've never been included in anything but these classes are supposed to give kids like me a chance to interact with what everybody else calls the normal students. What's normal? Duh. Comparing my new chair to my old one is like comparing a Mercedes to a skateboard. The wheels are almost like car tires, which makes the ride smooth and easy, like riding on pillows. I can't go very fast, but I can propel myself down the hall with just a little lever on the handrail or if I flip the switch to manual, I can still be pushed if necessary. When Freddie first saw it, he shouted, Woohoo like I just won the Indy 500. Melly, go zoom, zoom now, wanna race? He spun his own chair in excite- excited circles around me. I'm sure he can beat me, even at the subatomic speeds our chairs are set to. My electric chair is a lot hairier, sorry heavier than my manual one and it's almost impossible for mom and dad to lift anywhere when you decide to switch to a rocket ship for transportation dad joked at first rubbing his back you're going to need to hire superman to get in that to get it in the car i grinned but i know he saw the the thanks in my eyes so he bought a set of portable wheelchair ramps that fold and fit in the back of our suv With those, he can roll the new chair into the back of our car car, and still have back muscles left over. For me, it's about the freedom. Now, I don't have to wait for anybody to move me across the room. I could just go there. Nice. So when they decided to start mainstreaming us into the regular classes, the electric chair was really helpful. Our fifth grade teacher in room H5 reminds me of a television grandmother. Mrs. Shannon is pudgy, wears lavender body lotion every single day. And I think she must be from the South because she talks with a real strong drawl. Sometimes it makes everybody, everything she says seem more interesting. She told us on the first day, I'm gonna bust a gut making sure you all get all, you all get all you can out of the school year. You hear? We're gonna read and learn and grow. I believe every one of you got potential all stuffed inside and together we're gonna try to make some of that stuff shine. I liked her. She brought in stacks of new books to read to us, as well as games and music and videos, unlike Mrs. Billups. Mrs. Shannon must have read all our records because she dusted off the headphones and even brought in more books on tape for me. Y'all ready for some music? She asked us one morning. Let's get this inclusion stuff going. I jerked with this excitement as the aides helped us down the hall to the music room i wonder if i get to sit next to the regular kid (gasps) what if i did something stupid what if willie yodeled or carl farted maria was likely to blurt out something crazy would this be our only chance what if we mess this up i can barely contain myself we were going to a regular classroom the music teacher, Mrs. Lovelace, had been the first to volunteer to open her class to us. The music room was huge, almost twice as large as our room. My hands got sweaty. The kids in there were almost fifth graders too. They probably surprised me. They probably be surprised to know that I knew all their names. I watched them on the playground at lunch and at recess for years. My classmates under a tree and catch a breeze while they play kickball or tag. So I know who they are and how they get, and how they work. I doubted if they knew any of us by name though. Well, the whole thing was almost a disaster. Willie, probably, Willie, probably upset and scared about being in a new room, started yelping out the top of his lungs. Jill began to cry. She held tightly to the hand grips of her walker and refused to move past the doorway. I wanted to disappear. All of the normal children in the music class, I guess about 30 of them, turned to stare. Some of them laughed, others looked away, but one girl in the back row crossed her arms across her chest and scowled at her classmates who were acting up. Two girls, Molly and Claire, everyone knew them because they were mean to almost everybody on the playground, mimicked Willie. They made sure they stayed just "'out of the teacher's line of sight, but I saw it. "'So did Willie. "'Hey, Claire,' Molly said, "'twisting her arms above her head "'and bending her body so it looked crooked. "'Look at me, I'm a retard.' "'She laughed so hard, she snorted snot. "'Claire cracked up as well, "'then let spit dribble out of her mouth. "'Duh, buh, buh, buh. she said, "'crossing her eyes and pretending to slip out of the chair.' Mrs. Lovelace finally noticed them because she said sternly, stand up please, Claire. I didn't do anything, Claire replied. You stand as well, Molly, Mrs. Lovelace added. We were just laughing, Molly said defensively, but she stood up next to Claire. Mrs. Lovelace took both girls' chair and slid them over to the wall. Why you do that, Claire cried out in protest. You have perfectly good bodies and legs that work. Use them, Mrs. Lovelace instructed. You can't make us stand the whole class, Claire moaned. The Board of Education requires that I teach you music. There is nothing in the rule book that requires you to sit while I do it. Now stand there and be quiet, or I'll send you to the office for showing disrespect, disrespect to our guest. They stood in the middle of the third row of chairs, where everyone else was seated comfortably. But they stood. "'This teacher's awesome.' After that, things went more smoothly. Jill, who had continued to cry, had been taken back to our room by one of the aides. The rest of the class sat quietly in the back of the room. Mrs. Lovelace began once more. "'I think we need a moment to gather ourselves, children.' She sat down at her piano and began to play Moon River and then switched the theme song from one of the new vampire movies. "'Oh, yeah, she knew what I liked.' When I started seeing the colors, I knew she was good. Forest green, lime green, emerald. I glanced over at Gloria instead of sitting all curled up like she usually did. Her arms were outreached like she was trying to catch the music and bring it to her. Her face was almost glowing. She began to sway with the music. Then Mrs. Lovelace completely changed tempo and played the opening notes to Take Me Out to the Ball Game. Willie clapped his hands wildly. Then the teacher started to play Boogie Woogie Buggle Boy. Dad had loved it. Kids started to shimmy in their seats. Maria got up and started dancing. She clapped loudly, never quite on the beat, but a rhythm that was all her own. Mrs. Lovelace paused at the end of the song. Music is powerful, my young friends, she said. It can connect us to memories. It can influence our mood and our responses to problems we might face. She cut her eyes at Claire and Molly who still stood in the empty places where their chairs had been. I wanted to tell Mrs. Lovelace I liked music too. I wanted to know if she ever heard the song Elvira or if she would teach us how to make our own music. I tried to raise my hand, but she didn't notice me. It must have looked like just another one of those random movements that kids like me seem to make. But I had the feeling that Mrs. Lovelace was someone who'd take the time to figure it out. The teacher went on before i continue with the lesson let's make this a real inclusion perhaps our friends from room h5 would like to sit with the rest of us instead of being stuck in the back freddie heard that and took his chance he put his chair into gear and zoomed to the front of the big room and shouted i'm freddie i like music i go fast the class laughed i can tell the difference between people making fun of us "'and people being nice to us. "'Freddy could, too, so he joined in the laughter. "'Mrs. Lovelace looked... "'Mrs., uh, sorry. "'Mrs. Lovelace looked momentarily startled, "'then went over to Freddy, shook... "'sorry, shook his hand and welcomed him to the class. "'She set him right there in front, "'next to a boy named Rodney. "'Rodney gave Freddy a high-five, "'and the two of them grinned at each other. "'Okay, I had to admit it; I was jealous. Mrs. Lovelace asked an aide to bring Gloria down from front. Gloria down front, close to the piano. A girl named Elizabeth glanced at Gloria nervously, but she didn't move away when Gloria was wheeled next to her. Elizabeth's best friend is a girl named Jessica. At recess, they sit together near the fence and share granola bars. I've always wondered what they whispered about. I also noticed that everything Elizabeth does, Jessica tries to outdo. Like if Elizabeth beats her, beats her running to the fence, Jessica insists they run again so she can win too. Or if Elizabeth gets a new book bag, Jessica will have a new one the next day. So when Elizabeth started talking to Gloria, who looked terrified, Jessica raised her hand and asked if one of the H5 kids could sit next to her. Maria might have trouble figuring out some stuff. But she's a really friendly person. I want to sit by the blue shirt girl. I want to sit by the blue shirt girl, she demanded. She stomped down to Jessica's seat and sat down next to her. Then she jumped back up and gave Jessica a hug. And then gave a hug to the kids sitting closest to Jessica. Onekin stiffened up when she touched him. But I was surprised that most of them let her hug them. Molly and Claire, since they were standing, had no choice. All right, I'm going to stop there.